When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Drink milk. Gotta change fresh with my hockey. Hockey. Gonna make a real difference. Feed the poor and heal the sick. Heal. 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 Episode 43. Nice for Puck, Puck Daddy podcast. Four three. Yeah. Okay, name a player. That's number forty three. I'll yeah. go first. Kadri. Uh, I'll go second. Nazem Kadri. Oh, I'll go first. My friend Adam Nicola from when I was in minor hockey. <laughs> wow. I don't think there's any other forty threes in the league. Never has been. It's only been that one. Morgan Riley, forty four. Mm, not forty three. I watched the Leafs Blueprint, the most recent one, mm-hmm. and it had like a lot to do with Morgan Riley in it. Mo, what a beauty. Mo's a great guy. I love Mo. He, I what, love. What's Mo? so good about him? In thirty seconds, tell me. He's a he's just a fun person to appreciate. I want more detail. No, that's all you get. I would love Mo to be a little bit more goofy. You said, I feel you, like he takes... you said you wanted a quick. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me why is he so cool? Because he's so cool. Give me a you know I, I want a story that. specific. Because he was drafted in Toronto. Okay. He loves being a Leaf. Yep. He's never thought about leaving. Now he's signed an extension. When you're signing and, for that kind of money, and he's I don't just, think I'd want to leave either. He's just the kind of guy <laughs> that everyone on the team loves. He seems like a great guy. Yeah, real wholesome. Yeah. Oh, I was. Talking, I want more detail. I was that. actually talking to a guy. Um, he played AHL for the. He played a couple exhibition games. Yep. And he said, like, I was just asking, like, what was the like? He played on a team with Pappy and whatever during the exhibition like mm-hmm. he was playing with them like the pappy was playing yeah yep. and he was just i was just asking him like what's it like in that room like and he just said like matthews just has like an aura about mm. him like he walks around he does, though, like, eh? he's just like he had that aura in the room like he's yep. like he said he's just like he's had it like he was just that he's got like, that yep. energy that's good yeah mojo pappy i, I use the word mojo you know pappy what? i felt that he's always had that i remember i was like oh great an american getting drafted first overall right like when jack eichel and mcdavid had that go back and forth yeah. who's gonna go number one obviously it was mcdavid right yeah but some people thought no i'm like eichel's the better pick yeah and and eichel had that kind of like i don't know cocky overconfident sort of like vibe to him right yeah and then matthews comes up like oh great another american right and they're pitting up pitting him up against line a too. but yeah. he was actually really cool like whenever he got asked questions he was always team focused it wasn't about me 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 i i i he's like you know i just want like the the team like help out this and that like he, he had very humble responses and i was like you know what, I actually like this guy based on any of the interviews. And he came to the Leafs, which was awesome. And he's always had that. He's always just been very humble, very cool, yes, very, like... just swaggy. Yeah, he's, sw- he's got the swag. I, I don't know. I just... I got to meet him. I really want to meet him. I met Marner. I... 
Yeah. But I really want to, like, Marner was so down to earth. Mar- Marner's beauty, great. Man. But I want to meet Pappy. Pappy's like, I just feel like it would just be like, I look at him, he just smiles, and it's like, Yeah, yeah. Pappy. He's going to know. He's going to know. And it's just like, and it would just be like, hilarious Dude, you, you keep like, going to these events you're gonna meet him one one of these i know days. i'd sure. love to yeah. like sure. i'd love to meet him in the right setting though oh yeah probably like, i don't want to meet off him off season you'll probably meet him somewhere yeah, it's like, annoying if he's getting like hauled around by his press agents like i'd love like to that. meet him in arizona and Let's we're popping out and we're doing something like around summer. a golf like um yeah around a golf yeah around a golf I, I know he was doing like you know butter golf have you seen no uh, i have him yeah. yeah so i guess he does a little stuff with him. Like, it'd be sweet to go down there and, like, be with his boys. Like, I don't want it to Ch- be, like, a, a press no. mm-hmm. so, Chip, thing. Like, re- I want to remind me in the summertime uh, to do this. Because, I like, I've got these opportunities. I just don't do it because I'm, like, I get busy with the family. Yeah. Uh, I have his agent's number. Like, I sat down uh, after I met Austin in Toronto a few years back. His agent is like, oh, yeah, like, I, I love your videos. So like, if you want to do something with Austin, let me know. Right? I just want to go and golfing. He gave me his card. Right, so I got his number, so I could I could look him up. I could fire fire him something in the summer and be like, hey, we're like we'd love to come to Arizona. I also, um, the guy who skated Austin in Arizona, like he was like his skating coach for fifteen years. He's invited me out there to come and like film some stuff. And uh, sick, I want to come. Zach Bell just lives in Arizona for like months at a time, so we could definitely set something up. Yeah, like I wanted. We can make something happen. Go there and just like. Do it. Chop it up with Pap. You go golfing, but like just yeah. like do it on like just like chill. a chill vibe. Like exactly. I'm not even trying to like. No. Mm-hmm. I don't even really want to film. Best. But that's really the only reason why we would go. It's <laughs> so sort of VR. Just stuff, just, like... just get the uh, Ray Ban hidden camera. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah right? So it's not weird. Yeah, yeah. Right? But like, except for the white light that's blinking. Yeah. <laughs> why is that shining? It's in my face. It's every once in a while something funny happens. All right, let's let's film that, guys, and you hit the click, and then they know it's, and then the rest, of, like, because it only films one minute intervals. Yeah, that's fun. fire. Capture some like real, because then it feels more real. Not or a live stream. You could you could live stream. I like the live stream, because yeah. then it's like everyone I feel like knows. To do a live stream though, he would want. Like, he'd be like, oh, maybe I should have my press guy present for this. Because, yeah. like, if yeah. you, you're a bit more sensitive to live things. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, like, tough. in the moment, yeah, it's yeah. just kind of like, oof. Yeah. You'd probably just record and then see what is worth sharing. I, I'm starting yeah. uh, a little better every day. Uh, the words to live by book. I got it out. It's sitting on the table. I just figured I'm going to read some random quote from here. Sure. For those who don't know about my, my book, I've kept this since uh, 2014. I've almost had this book for 10 years. Holy, look at that handwriting. Look at Looks that. almost half the age of Chippy. Dream. <laughs> wow. Dream big, work hard, be nice. That's that's the, the front cover. Dream big, work hard, be nice. Words to live by. Easy. Dream big, work nice. hard, be nice. That's right. That's you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong if you do that. Live your life that way. No, you dream can't. big is a big one. Y- you got to have the dreams first. Find the dreams and then like mm-hmm. dream even bigger. Right? Believe in yourself. Shoot uh, for the moon. Land in the stars? What is that? Yeah. Yeah. If you miss, you're heading for the no, stars. Shoot, shoot. Aim for the moon, then you'll end up in the stars or something? I don't know. Yeah, yeah you'll, be, you'll, you'll end up amongst the stars. Yes, that's what it is, yeah. Well, you're already amongst the stars, so. <laughs> so what are you looking for? The next cosmos? <laughs> Transcend? Yeah. Aim for Uranus. Anyway, I wanted Dream. to start. Wait, wait, that, that wasn't Rise. the quote. This There's is my quote. Oh, I th- thought you did your thing already. No, I was. that was just the front cover. That's, oh, my gosh. That, that's the, but oh, okay. then I'm reading a random one, which oh, okay. is. If you can do something about it. This wasn't planned. No. <laughs> I, know. I, I put my thumb somewhere. If you can do something about it, do it. If you can't, don't worry about it. I like that. Don't worry, be happy. Almost a little bit Bob Marley there. Yeah. I feel like you wrote that one down in direct um, relation to Sammy. 
<laughs> because she's coming to you with things, and you're like, what do you want me to do about it? I can't do anything. I'm not going to do anything. I can't do anything. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Sammy and I are, are the, the yin and the yang. It. I worry about nothing. I'm like, if it's in my control, cool. She... She takes on a lot of other people's issues. <laughs> <laughs> She's an emotional um, empath. What do, or what do you call it? An empath? She I takes on so. the emotions of everyone else? Yes, and like it, it affects her, right? And yeah. even like things that she sees on the news, like she gets really worked up about it. And I'm like... That's and, an empath. And she yeah. thinks that I'm a psycho because she's like, well, how do you not care about that? I'm like, I care. just can't do anything about it. I'm a, so, bu- I'm a Buddha, hon. I'm a Buddha. Not, it's not going to bring me down. Yeah. It's I'm a Buddha. Lover, lover. Anyway, it's good to have emotions. Also good. Like I feel like I try to control. Which means you're alive. If you can do something about it, do it. If you can't, don't, don't worry, worry about, about it. it. Yeah, just, I like that. Just like my friend in high school, he had a shirt. It said, um, "Don't worry, be happy." Don't. <laughs> what was it? D- don't sweat the petty stuff and don't pet the sweaty stuff. Hey, okay. <laughs> moving That's on. Like a sharp turn. Don't moving on. Don't sweat right. the petty stuff. Um, moving on. We on our one of our last episodes. I can't remember if it was last one or the one before that. We talked a bit about the shootout in the NHL and how we don't want it to exist anymore. You know what? I watched a shootout. It was kind of exciting when it's back. Oh, no, it's forth. terrible. Okay, so I <laughs> I just can't stand the shootout. The, the, I want to see three on three till it, it's over. So my, I don't care if they play till next morning. Th- three on three is is good, but like for kids, it's cool for them to see like their stars. It's too slow. It slows everything down. The, by the time like you have to like pick your lineups, they the goalies go to their side. Like yeah. it's, it's it's adding. It's the same. You might as well just add the extra four three minutes to to three on three. Yeah. So this we we talked about that already. So this is a bit of a different, yeah. Sorry. slightly different topic, but under the same vein, we like overtime hockey. We like the excitement of it. The shootout generally slows things down. There are some highlight. Like, it's good for a highlight pack, right? Pretty like, much it, yeah. That's pretty much all it's good for. Yeah. Um, and because it's a definite, it's going to end. But what the NHL just announced is that they're exploring tweaking the three-on-three overtime rules. This was just today. Oh, wow. Um, and okay. I think this could make... Breaking news. No, no offside. <laughs> Jeremy, oh gosh, just Jared's like destroying people's ears. I pushed a random button. <laughs> I went for it, Hayden. Like a child. <laughs> yeah, Jer is... Why, why'd you have that turned up to 11? For the intro song. Oh, okay. Also, it's not 11. It's technically just level, like zero. No, Hayden, um, it turns up to 11. Okay. It's the new board. It goes to 11. Keeping you guys on track is just impossible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Someone's never... So they, they're... Exploring tweaking the three-on-three overtime rules. Mm-hmm. And I could see this making some sense. Basically, make it more likely that a goal is going to be scored in overtime so that there's less shootouts. In which way? How do you, uh, how do you make off it sides? more likely? Oh. So, so this is the... Um, Get rid of the blue line. I mean, that is an option. But basically, teams have discovered that possession is key. Oh, yeah. Yes. So they can't go backwards. Yeah, no, no. The red line. They're adding the red line rule. You can't cross back the over and back rule. Ah. So, so once you cross over the red line, you're not allowed to bring it back. Yep. Yes, makes sense. I, can I see like that. that. So, yeah. So, yeah. so that is one. The other yep. they're experimenting the possibility of is a shot clock, which no. is like ah. I don't nah. like that one. Mm, no, it's too basketball-y. Can't do that in, in a hockey game. No, it's like and they're not. It's hard to look up at the scoreboard. Yeah. You know, like yeah. No. Over and back. Yes. Even like that, that would ruin. Over and back is even tough because, like, 
It, it does get a little annoying when, like, they get the zone. And well, then... like, part of it's, like, it's possession. Like, you get, it's like it makes sense because... It's too much area to have possession. When your team right? gets it, you're, like, blessed. We can just, like, go over for a change and, like... Oh, but, so, but isn't it the worst when the other team gets yeah. it? Like, they win it, and then they just keep bringing it out of the zone and regrouping, out of the zone and regrouping. It's like, please, just let the Leafs touch the puck it makes once. like It makes the face-off for overtime, Huge. like, the most so the game decider, basically. And that's why the Leafs, they, they'll put out camp. Which doesn't make sense to me, but... I, I guess he's, like, more responsible. Marginally better. Defensively. No, but who cares? With, like, put your best player on the ice. Yeah, I, I never agreed with that. I'm like, I, why? I thought it was a weird... It was something they were trying, but essentially it's like, okay... If Camp wins it, he gets off and Matthews comes on. If he loses, now he's, uh, I guess, a better four-checker to get the puck back. And then once I, they get it, then he gets see, off. See, that's I where I disagree. That I think Matthews I think is the that, I think that guy in the league. Matthews is and the best players. That they put your best line out there. Yep. And if they lose the face-off, they lose the face-off. But they're more likely to get it back than someone else. And you want that moment when they get the puck to quickly move it up to Matthews so he can go in and score. Yeah, right? like the, the excitement right off the draw, you know? There's more upside for sure. So I've always felt that way. But back to the NHL exploring, tweaking the three-on-three rules. I say that, like, my opinion, I was thinking about it just in the past, like, hour while you guys were riffing riffing on random. (laughs) We have (laughs) deep conversations up here. That's the next segment. Um, (laughs) So... Is that just the two things? That's all they suggested? Those are the two things that they're considering. It's okay. Well, I, it I could come up with better. The, a shot clock and the, oh, the over shot and back clock's ridiculous. That's a terrible idea. So my, I, this is my theory or my idea, Yep. and I want to see what you guys think of it. I've got a great idea after yours. I have, I have one, too. Okay. I'd also like to share. Let's fix this right now. Let's go, Hayden. My idea oh. is a combination of the two. So you, what? when you have possession of the puck, yep. you have a certain amount of time that bef- to uh, attack the zone. Basically, you have to get the zone in a certain amount of time. Okay, like you're you're one. Basically, you have to get it across the their blue line. Yeah, within a certain amount of time. No. Yeah, I don't know. I, no. The thing I don't like about the shot clock, and this isn't yeah. what you just said. I'm just going back to shot clock. Is the excitement of the like possession is like the building mounting pressure, and it's like you could take a shot and not hit the goalie. Does that does that count as a shot if it's like blocked? That's that's why I don't agree with the shot. Right? Clock. What if you shoot and miss the net? But that's why I'm saying the. So hear me out with my yeah. my idea. It's a it's a way to force, um, the team like the each uh, team to have to advance the puck, speed things up a little faster. Yeah. And also, if say it, you wouldn't really be staring up at the clock, right? But there'd be like a a, a buzzer or a sound that plays when there's like ten seconds. Oh, I see. Like so then, noise. so then the buzzer goes, and then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, we have to gain the zone, but we don't want to give the puck away. Or like a Mario Kart, like doo, doo, yeah, doo, like a beeper, whatever noise it would be, doo. doesn't matter. Yeah, the sound is irrelevant. Something so that they know without having to look at the scoreboard. You, I could see a scenario where it's like, oh shoot, there's like, there's only a second left, and they have to dump it in. So yeah. would it be every and time it changes possession, this clock starts? Yeah. So like. Okay. And it could be like 20 seconds or something. Just so you don't get those moments where guys are like, oh, Matthews is on the ice. Oh, McDavid's on the ice. Let's just rag the puck for 30 seconds. Yeah. And just keep it until he gets off so we can try and attack. It's like, because right. that's where I think overtime and three on three gets boring is when the teams are just passing the puck around, bring it out to the red line. The over and back rule would solve that. I kind of like the over and back rule. I think yeah. that would, because then it's like, once you cross the red, you can't go back there. It just it, it, it shrinks the, the zone a little more. Yeah. yeah. And, and and there's no time issue, like, of 
communicating the time to the players because like who's looking at the shot clock? like what if what if your team like misses a pass and the puck goes over the fucking red line again and then like are you allowed to go grab that puck mm, that's an interesting question yeah like how would they enforce that rule right no no the over and back rule is like you can't carry it over i think it's it's like the offside or something like mm. the whistle would blow or something yeah i think a whistle would go yeah probably yeah. um all right chippy what's your, what's your idea my idea yeah would be just remove offsides. I think that's kind of crazy. And now it's just like, like straight pawn puck. Yeah, mm. guys. I think that's kind of crazy. The overtime only. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Overtime only. Three, three on three. Just like forget about any of the lines. There's no. So, so then they'd be less likely to want to keep a possession game because they don't have to have possession and get a good chance. They can just fire they it. Now. Fire it down the ice. Yeah. Like yeah. Skates. For get rid of icing. Get rid of guys. No icing. No offsides. No, no. It's just pond. We could call it bubblehead overtime. Yeah. Pond, straight, pond straight pawn puck. Like right. let's just go. Go hard. Yeah, we're take, we're playing three on three. It's it's that would open the game, game up. Yeah, complete no rules. Mm. Yeah. I would say not no penalties. <laughs> Chippies for just chaos. Call it chaos over chaos. Like yeah, remove the refs. <laughs> so my idea, which is just absolutely genius, is uh, you just take the nets and you put them cross ice, and uh, oh my god, Timbits! <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! There you go. Cross ice hockey, three on three. You get, you get two overtimes going at once, and whoever whichever team scores both sides first wins. Oh, there you go. That's a great one. <laughs> you line up ten pucks on the blue line, and each team goes out of the door. Oh, Let's just my. do a ten puck shootout. <laughs> ten puck shootout. That was my favorite drill oh, in those, practice. That is a ten one. puck. We're doing ten puck. Next guy can't go till you get to the bench. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to haul butt back. Okay, it looks like we solved the NHL's problems. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Um, Contact us anytime, NHL. Yes. We're full of ideas. We are your new marketing. They're exploring ideas, so they might as well reach out to us. We got lots of ideas. They, <laughs> should, have, they should have notifications turned yeah. on. So, anyway, what's what else is happening in hockey? Oh, Edmonton. Boom. They're winning a couple games in a row. Yeah, ever since <laughs> Good they, for them. Yeah, they, yeah, ever they, since they switched their coach. They switched the coach. Now they're hot. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Jay Woodcroft fired. Are they going to make the playoffs? I th- Well, how far out are they? They're are like, they, are they last like or second? What, last. What's the, their coach's name? Knob Knoblock. I don't know. I saw an interview of him. They asked like what it means, like who's helped you get here, what it means to you, or whatever. And he was choking up about like his family and his wife and stuff. It was it was pretty. Wasn't he? It was nice to McDavid's see. Honestly, it's OHL coach. Yeah. How crazy is that? Like, was like he? oh, that's unreal. yes it, for the Otters. Wow. Knoblock. That's his name. Have you guys noticed? Eleven, a, one, and two. That's terrible. Eh? Have you guys noticed a trend in the um, Oilers? Head coaches? No, I have not. Let's see if I'll, I'll just tell you a little story here. Um, so it, it it sounds like the Ken Hitchcock wasn't doing the job, so they decided to try just the Dave Tippett. <laughs> okay, Jer. And and uh, eventually, you know that that didn't get the I, job done either. I don't even know what you're saying right now. <laughs> well, so they so you're speaking in innuendo right they, now. They thought maybe uh, the Jay Woodcroft would. <laughs> Get it done. But now they're uh, just going to uh, knob block. You are <laughs> so funny. Hmm? The humor is <laughs> unbelievable. I, I just. This guy just oozes dad joke essence. <laughs> this guy's talking about the male anatomy. I, I was just thinking maybe they should just try it, uh, Lindy Ruff. And that. <laughs> God. I don't even in in the Jared Bedner. What's going on right now? You know? <laughs> Thank a, you. It's a children's pod. I'm just talking about NHL coaches. Yeah, I'm just talking about NHL coaches here. Mm, You're yeah. insinuating 
with your delivery and tone. Mm-hmm. All right, it's Edmonton not going is, over my head. Edmonton there. is in second last. Not going over your head. Okay. They have nine oh. points. San Jose has five you points. You are insanity. Nashville has ten. Chicago has ten, and those are the bottom four teams. Uh, wow. It is um, insane that the Oilers were in the basement with the San Jose Sharks. Like, how does that even happen? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I think I might have said this on the last pod, but I could open the door for McDavid and Drysaitel, and we'd end up probably in a wild card. That's what Jay Woodcroft didn't do. He wasn't opening the door for. Him. No. You got to get on that much. gate. You got to get on, get on that gate. You're, you're doing too much if you lose with the bet. Like, you oh. know what? You, you're almost right. If you're losing with McDavid and Drysaddle, you shouldn't. You you're not double shifting them. Dar- <laughs> you know. And Darnell Dar- Darnell Nurse ain't bad. Zach Hyman's decent. Darnell Nurse is probably their worst defenseman. Right? Is he? Yeah, he's brutal. Right Bouchard. Now. Bouchard's been all right. Click click on their uh, their stats. I want to see some plus minuses here. Eh? I think the war- I think the, actually the bigger surprise is Vancouver. Vancouver is amazing. That the the run they have. Eleven three and one. Yeah, because they, they were they were not great last season, eh? No, they were like I got Patterson's gross though. Yes, and and Brock Besser decided to. He's underrated. Be Besser like again. Most underrated, like under talked about, underappreciated star in the game. No one even talks about him. He's like leading the league in points. Well, he he was like he went on a goal scoring streak two years ago, and then last year he just kind of like I think he's always been nasty. Like yeah. Yeah, he's, he's underappreciated for sure. All right, we're going plus minuses for the uh, the Oilers here. Click on the old plus minus sign there. David, 12 Give me a sort. 12. Jeez, McDavid's struggling. He's got, like, he point is, per eh? game struggling. Oh, our buddy Sam Gagne. Hey, plus one. They need to get him out there more Sam often. One. He was playing with on the first line, I think, with Dave and Dreis. The only one on this team with a plus is Cody Cece, who they dealt. Oh, and, my. And, or Cece retired? Games played 14. No, he's played 14. No, no, is that Cassian? Sorry, my bad. Yeah, Cece didn't retire. No, not my bad. Um, there's only two players on Edmonton with a positive uh, plus minus. Cece and Gagne, who... I, I guess Drysidle and James Hamblin. I've never oh, even heard of that Imagine guy. the people that predicted... Yeah, who's the worst? Dave O. Darnell Nurse. Warren Fogel. Wasn't Brett that Kulak. you? Was the, I was predicting. I said 130. <laughs> Dude. He still... One. McDavid is having a terrible season right now. He's still at a point per game. 12 points in 12 games. Yeah, but not two points per game. Oh, just wait. He's got a new his 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 Erie Otters head coach is is here to save the day. There's 82 games in a season, boys. It's yeah, a long so he's season. got 70. How many does he have to score in 70? 140 in 70 games. I mean, he did 100 and yeah, he, he had 100. I think he had 105 points in like 52 games. Yeah. yeah, so it's definitely not it's out of the question in yeah. terms of in terms of double them, down on your bet. Then in terms of them making the playoffs, you gonna double down? What do you guys think? Um, not, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll squeak in, they'll squeak in. They're going to go like, and just play good hockey the rest of the year. Or you think they'll have ups and downs and just squeak in at the last it's, minute. It's going to not look good. And then all of a sudden they'll start coming together because it's a long season. But that's like then saying that all these other teams are going to start doing bad. Right. Cause they've got oh, LA. Like, yeah, what, what if Vancouver. they, what if these other teams just are the real deal too? Mm-hmm. And like LA got Byfield, he's clicking. Byfield's clicking. He's True. wearing he's wearing sty and flow buckets into the game. Oh, there we I go. Love him, to see that. Sending Byfield a package out. Yep. He's my guy. That's my guy. All so right. eight three and three, lighting it up. Like that means like the Ducks have to do terrible. Well, I was just about to bring up the Ducks. Our our, our boy Leo Carlson Ooh. with the Hattie, the Hattie, the other end of the pod. Yeah. He's been list- He's been watching my YouTube videos. He's been checking out your yeah. TikToks. Oh, hey, yeah. You know. He's he's tuned in. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's been. Uh, 
They're seven and three in the last ten. Yeah, they're they, they they won a streak. Well. They're fourth in the Pacific right now. They had like eight comeback wins in a row or something ridiculous like that. So what? Who makes the top four? Uh, yeah, and then I think in the Western Conference, the fifth spot can like fight for a wild card with the, with well, the Central. With the, with the other, let's go look at the other division. I'm I'm on. Uh, so St. Louis, St. Louis and Anaheim are basically wild card card spots right now. Arizona is tickling the wild card spot, which is crazy. Is fourth the wild card spot or the fifth? I thought. I just got it right there. No, the, fourth. The fourth. The fourth. Oh, okay. Fourth, fourth is. It could be fourth or fifth. I'm saying. It depends, like, it depends on where, whose slots where. Yeah. So like, I'm just used to it being like usually two teams from one division are in the wild card. Yeah. Edmonton will have to go on like a Boston like 15 in a row type. Thing. It'll happen. You think it's gonna happen, but you don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. My my prediction for the. Oilers the rest of the season is that it's going to be a grind like back and forth they're going to just kind of slowly start winning more games than what they have for the start of the season and they'll be in the running for the wild card and then they're going to turn it on and just miss that's my theory okay here is why they're going to turn it on and they're going to come up just like one point short like it's going to be a nail biter here is why and the the Oilers are going to make the playoffs and I'm predicting this in November okay They've got McDavid to lose. That's what I they, just said too. They do not McDavid's want to treated. lose McDavid. No, he's going to demand. Out. Right? Yeah. He's going to demand out. if they do not make the playoffs, he's going to demand to be out of there. So they need to make those playoffs. So come trade deadline, if things aren't looking good for them, they're going to move some pieces. And if he says that we need a good tendy, they're going to get a good tendy. Right. Right. If he says we need to fix this defense, he's got his his buddy coach from the Erie Otters. Right, he's got that chemistry, that player-coach chemistry. Yeah, it just it just so they're it gonna comes too much, um, too much going on. I just think it's too much of a distraction when they nope. start doing that. Yeah. No, well, yeah. Um, there's there's too much a, to is, lose. This is the National League. They can't just These other teams aren't just gonna fold because McDavid wants to make the playoffs. Yeah, so that's why I I say that I think like, they're gonna like be thinking, close. Yeah, it's like one player can't do it all and that's what we've seen that's why they're starts that's the thing the, the one player mcdavid is putting the pressure on the entire team the coach the management the management does not want to lose mcdavid so they're but going what happens to be in desperation when you, what happens mode. when you try to force what does the buddha say sometimes desperation is the agent of change <laughs> when you try to overly force you just takes up a lot of your your mind mm-hmm. takes up a lot of your consciousness yeah, and we talked about it on the last yes, episode the vibrations the energy you're, you're putting so much force and effort when it's really just you need to let it come to you and it's hard to do that when you're losing games losing games and now you're like oh we have to make it or, or mcdavid's gone all the pressure now every a defenseman can't do any gap control now because they're so worried about mcdavid leaving <laughs> and it's like ooh. too much pressure so you feel they're going to become overcome by pressure and not make the playoffs? I just think they're going to... Um, they're not going to make the playoffs. Don't put words in my mouth. Um, <laughs> Tell me, yes I or think no. I'm trying to make an educated response Perfect. and think about what I'm about to say. Is it too much pressure and you can't do it? Um, you're in my ear and I can't get anything out right now. Mm-hmm. So um, I do think Edmonton's going to have some runs. Okay. There's gonna be up and downs, but I also think other teams are gonna be performing probably above what they're supposed to. So Edmonton's underperforming, but then now there's teams that are like, like the Ducks, like seven and three. No one expected that. Mm-hmm. Um, You're saying a lot of words here, Chippy. 
that's what this podcast is, right? I, I want I want a yes or a no. Oilers um, make the playoffs. I say no. Okay. I say no. So wait. Follow up question: If they don't make it, is McDavid gone? Does he demand a trade? I think he's going to L.A. <laughs> Same division. He's going to follow. It's the Gretzky. He's going to follow Gretz. History repeats itself. Could you imagine? <laughs> he's, going wow. to, he's going to L.A. That would wow. be electric, honestly. Gets gets traded to L.A. for nothing except for a, a boatload of cash directly to the owner and, like, a Cadillac. <laughs> no, it's a, a, L.A. Millie. An old school trade. <laughs> hey? L.A. Where else? Could, I could only see him in L.A. I don't know where else I could see him. Mm, it is well, Obviously Toronto. <laughs> Toronto, but, like, we got Pappy, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's Toronto's not happening. Even though McDavid would. Where else would be we see? He goes McDavid. to Chicago, and he just takes Bedard under his wing. <laughs> like, cause they uh, go, could you Bedard's, imagine? Bedard's gonna put. Bedard's got more points than Bevel. Uh oh. Oh. Bedard's gonna put. How much does Bedard have? Can we look that up? Bedard's gonna put McDavid yeah. under his wing. No, but but could you imagine? Because Chicago has Bedard on the cheap for at least three years, right? He's gonna make his yeah. his rookie like what is eight hundred thousand a year? Thirteen points and thirteen, so yep. same point per game. So he's got one more point than McDavid. If Mc, one more uh, game played, yeah. If McDavid went to Chicago next year, they would have a guaranteed McDavid Bedard combo for two more years, two full seasons. It's pretty crazy. McDavid yep. Bedard, but like, crazy. Do, here's a question. Does McDavid to Chicago even make a difference in terms of like, will the Chicago be a uh, all of a sudden, a uh, uh, Stanley Cup contender. I feel like I, I don't it'd think be so. another Edmonton like... eh? where they just have not the defense of the. the yeah, exactly. Like if Edmonton's had McDavid and Drysaddle for however many years, and yeah. they can't seem to win, and Chicago's literally rebuilding, I don't think McDavid could even carry them to Ed... a conference final, let alone the How's Stanley Chicago Cup. How's Chicago doing? Are they like? I feel like they might. I feel like they might surprise. I they, they've got well, ten points. Okay, They're not that good. But Dart is heating up though. He's getting comfortable now, and he's doing stuff that Five he was doing in, in the dub, right? Yeah. Like, the first few games, you didn't see, like, the Bedard Bedard. And now he's, like, sneaking Multi-point up on games. people's, like, lifting their stick, turning, just ripping from, like, the goal line. Yeah. He's doing Bedard stuff now. Filthy, he's doing Bedard yeah. stuff now. So, like that's... Four-point games and yeah, stuff like that's that. That's nice to see. Yeah, like... That's nice to see. Yeah, he's... That, did you, that goal where he stole the puck and went shelf is just Oof. ridiculous. And then that Selly, like... From the goal line. Stares down like, the crowd. Yeah, just, like... Oh, yeah, and then he goes up. Yeah. And he's 18. He's barely 18. Yeah. Are you kidding? Bedard in his 20s? Watch out. Yeah. Like, he's going to put on even more size. Like, he's so dedicated. He's only going to get better. On, I saw him on the bench with the iPad talking to Perry or something like that. They're talking to... Telling Corey Perry what's yeah, up? Yeah, she's like, notice this stuff. I don't do that he, He's like, I, He's got the iPad. And he's like, okay, so... I don't love the iPad stuff. Which bird should I launch here to take... I'm trying to get three stars on this level of angry bird. Should I, I use the glass <laughs> one and then... He's saying slingshot. Slingshot it. And yeah. then tap. He asked the, the video coach, he's like, you got any games on your iPad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Coach, I'm he's like, bored. Got, got any games on your iPad? Coach, I'm bored. I'm just walking these guys. <laughs> There's something I could do in between shifts to keep my mind at Oh, away. my gosh. Coach, coach, magic tiles, quick. Hey? Let me, let me just get a quick song in here. Let me play some Subway Surfers quick. Subway Surf. <laughs> Give me some. TV timeout, coach. Subway Surfer. I'm trying to get a high score. Coach, hey. Bedard, you got to go on. Coach, you check, you check the Instagram. Make sure they got that sniz up. <laughs> make sure they got that little stick lift under the bar ski real quick. Leave a comment for my account when they post it so I get top likes. All right. 
So we we had a little. Uh, Make sure Chippy makes a video about that one. <laughs> we had a little chat before the pod, and we're gonna try uh, a few of the uh, different segments. That oh we yeah. Talked about. We were just doing the segment where we were pretending to be bedard. <laughs> yeah, we pretty much were. But uh, Chippy has a segment. I think we're gonna call it Minute Madness. Is that what you want to call madness. it? Minute Madness. What is it? Minute Madness is you have sixty seconds. You think of a scenario. You think of the characters. You think of the scenario. I think of the scenario because we're getting so in, creative into the mind, mind of the genius. Genius, like thank you, Jer. Um, and we're gonna do sixty seconds on the clock. Every episode, there's gonna be maybe one or two scenarios. I think maybe just one for this one. I think if we're flowing, we should just like okay, let's do another one. Like we, we were messing yes. around before the pod, and like yes. So it's all improv. So none of this is like we're not pl- nothing planned. Nothing yeah. planned and. Today, we have nothing planned. No, um, I'm waiting to hear what our scenario is. So, today's scenario... Minute Madness. Minute Madness is going to be a coach uh, cutting a player in tryouts. Okay. Ooh. So, I guess in this scenario, I'm going to play the coach. Okay. Okay. Uh, is going to play the kid. I'm the kid. Hayden's going to play the dad. Wait, am oh. I like a squeaky like, hey, coach? Like, am, I, am I eight? Am I ten? Um, just it's improv. You know what I mean. We oh, gotta okay. play I'll, off I'll each other. You, 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 you don't know. You 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 act as the kid. I'm gonna okay. act as the coach. Okay. And I'm the okay. dad. And the you're, dad of the... you're the dad. So essentially, okay. the scenario is, coach is in the room, waiting for the dad and the son to come in, and dad and son come in, and now I have to break the news. Coach has to break the news. All right. So I'm coach. Jeremy's the son. Hayden's the dad. Daddy. Okay. All right. Um, and we have sixty seconds. All right. I'm gonna get it going. You want me to? We want me to open it up. Open what up? Sixty I, seconds. I'm open the door of the dressing room. Oh, uh, we'll yeah, let yeah, it run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, we'll, we'll, we'll let it run. We'll give ourselves uh, about six, sixty seconds. All right. All right. Yep. Just come on in, guys. Oh, hey. Just come on and take a seat. How you guys doing? Oh, we're doing good. Thanks, Coach. You're good. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, I just want to come on here quickly. Just talk about the tryouts. How do you guys think it went? I. Uh, I, I was skating really hard. I, uh, you, uh, he, my son, he was he was trying really hard out there. I was I'm proud of him. Yeah, honestly, it was really competitive tryouts. Mm-hmm. A lot of people came out. I think we had over 300 kids on that ice at one point. Yeah, I was chatting with the parents. This is crazy. I don't know how you guys ran this practice, honestly. Yeah, it's it was very intense, and um, obviously now it's my decision on who makes this team and where this is going to progress to. So I just want to say thank you so much for coming out. Um, we we really liked a lot of stuff about your game. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what would you say is your strongest suit? What's oh. your strongest feature out there on the ice? I think uh, my my shot. I've been like working on my shot like ev- every day in the garage. Been watching Coach Jeremy's videos. I I, I was doing that. There's this uh, Coach Chippy guy mm. doing that toe drag release. Did you see that? Yeah. No. I I would say a str- your shots one of your uh, stronger suits. Remember- well, also, you're always boosting up your team, right? Oh, yeah. Right, Johnny? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. honestly, I saw some really good stuff. We were really excited. Um, this year, really tough lineup to crack. Very tough. We have a lot. Of, we had a lot of talent come out. Um, and this year, we decided to go a different way. Wait, wait. What, what are you saying? Um, we've already talked to the North Central Predators organization, and they're going to take you for a tryout. This year, um, it was just too competitive – uh, the defensive position, we had so many good defensemen. You're kidding. Kevin can't even skate. And he hasn't come in here yet. What are you talking about Dad, Johnny for? Dad, Dad, just please, 
please just relax for a second. Um, what about those Timbits I gave you? I, I scored three in the warm-up, Coach. Yeah, so this year it's not going to work out on this team. Um, thank you so much for coming. Um, but like I said, if you guys want to go try out. Um, Central's an hour drive. And if you're and if you're committed, um, they're really happy to give your give your son a try. We were committed to this team. He's been shooting pucks every day for a week. Yeah, and again, I I apologize. We had so many players come out this year. Your son is extremely talented. I, I got the the brand new Bauer agent. It was four hundred and fifty dollars. I thought for sure that. Have you yeah. seen my shot? I was ripping it, Bar Dizzle. Great shot. That came you know, out of the I want you to. I want you guys to keep working on your game, and maybe next year. Honestly, next year, keep working on your game. Try out. Um, we're moving. We're, we're going to wish you all the best, but we do have to get going here. We do have to get going and, and on to the next. Uh, this is ridiculous. I'm heading out. I apologize, guys. Um, Johnny, let's I'm, go. I'm going to need you guys to get, uh, just leave now. Johnny, we're getting out of here. We're moving to Calgary. I hate hockey. <laughs> Sign me up for tennis, Dad. <laughs> Sign me up for tennis. That was pretty good. Three First, minute segment. We got, wait, we got a, <laughs> it was three minutes. It was three. Oh my goodness. We end the we need like a little sound effect so we know yeah, like <laughs> Yeah, I think a minute's too quick. We we hit three. Yeah, we need yeah. a three minute madness. Three oh, minute uh, madness. But we'll call it, call it minute madness. madness. Yeah, and minute, it no, never hits it. Never hits a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know whether to be like serious or just like jokey, but I think it's better to try to keep it like realistic. Yeah, it has to be realistic. Yeah. It yeah. Has to be realistic. Well there has to be like I don't know, we work some humor into there, right? Yes, yes. Like that was good. That was fun. I like that. Well, because as soon as it gets like unrealistic, then it's like it takes people out True. of it. True. Yeah. Yeah. It, it should be more a slice of life. Yes. Right. Um. Okay. Yeah. So that was fun. That so was... <laughs> I, I think what, what should we lean in like the more uncomfortable? Just make it, it not like jokey, but uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like awkward. Like. Well, it depends on the scenario that Chippy comes up with. Yeah, that's that's what the I'm fun s- of it. But, yeah. but that's what I mean. Like, because I can take this in any direction. Like, if if I can make up any scenario, so. Uh, he says that you're trying to cut me and you don't know this is coming. I could be like, oh, oh by the way, I'm looking forward to going to uh, your, your kid's birthday party on the weekend, right? And then it's like suddenly, oh, now oh. <laughs> this scenario is that he is my kid's friend. Oh, yeah. By, by the way, Coach, yeah, your your son invited me to his birthday on the, on the weekend. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, right? we're really, really excited oh, to have you on. Right? Uh, over. And now it just makes it awkward for you and you're like... Yeah, that that'll be great. My mom's gonna bring meatloaf, <laughs> and we're we planning a few sleepovers. Like I know our first game is is next week, right, Coach? Right? Yeah, about that. We're just gonna need to take a couple steps back here and just talk about how the tryouts went. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I think I was really keeping up with with everyone out there. I mean, yeah, you're a great I, skater. Um, I, I got that one drill like the fourth or fifth time after you demoed it two or three times for me. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. Um, my my shots were always on. We're improving again. <laughs> my, my my shots were always on target when whenever I was uh, at the top of the crease, I never missed. We'll just how about this, Chippy? We just we won't think too much about it. We'll just, just flow. Yeah, yeah, we'll just. That's flow. just a minute <laughs> minute madness, but we'll just flow. Yeah, we'll, we'll just go with whatever. That's our first attempt. Yeah, let us know in the madness, comments yeah. if you like that. We should. So our goal is to each of us have like a fun segment that yep. we're gonna do. Um, Jeremy's done this one before, and he wants to continue it, and that's Rupke's rants. Oh, Rupke's rants. Um. After that, I'm going to do hypotheticals. Um, so I'll come up with, like, a hypothetical situation or scenario, and kind of we'll just chat about it. It's more, like, hockey-related things. Often yep. I'll probably want to talk about the Leafs. Yep. So I got something for that today. Then yeah. we're going to do most Canadian. Oh, yeah. You guys all love that. Most Canadian things. 
to prepare for winter. Yeah. W- what's the most Canadian thing to do before the winter hits? Yes. That's and then we'll true. finish it off with drafting the best things to do in the snow. Ooh, Another winter very theme. Very Canadian. Yeah, I like these segments. I like how we're... Beauty. I think it's it's going to make it easier for us to stay on. Like a, <laughs> we, we won't go like one episode 50 minutes, the next episode two hours. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep a consistent time frame. Right. I'm going to get rid of my rant. Rupke's okay, rants? Let's go. All right. This week's rant is gurus and the online gurus. Mm. Oh. And this is something that has always bothered me. It's such a focus, and you guys can chime in after, but it's, oh, I'm going it's, to. it's, a, it's a quick one. I just despise how much emphasis is, is put on how much money you make and to escape the matrix. And that might be a second one, maybe next week is about escaping the matrix, but this one's more about the gurus. Cause I know Chip, you've talked about this a bit, right? But I'll, I'll focus this week on the gurus and the focus on money. Like the financial gurus you're talking about. You Like basically they may, if you hey, explain what a guru is. Cause like, I know what it's, it means. It's the guys that, the, the the gurus are like they're selling. A look course. at me. Look at my private jet. Look at how hard I work. Look at how much money I have. And you are a piece of if you don't make money. If you are not as wealthy as me. If you don't dress as nice as me. If you don't have the cars I have. You don't have luxury watches. And if you want to be like me, you have failed at life, right? It's, is that a guru or is that What are just... they trying to sell? Like, to explain yeah. the bottom end of what, what this guru right. is yeah. trying to do. So, es- essentially, I think it's a twofold thing. Number one, they probably just love the power. They want everyone to follow them and think they're the best. But once they get that following and, like, this, this thing of success, then, obviously, they're trying to sell something, right? There's always a course. But there's the fake gurus. That's, that's annoying as well. But my just biggest beef is that a lot of people... Your rant. Rupke's rant. Big, Rupke's rant. My biggest rant is just on the emphasis that, or, or I guess this, the spotlight that's given to these people, nobody talks about what's actually important in life because you can have a lot of money. You can be in that position and not be happy. Right. And, and putting out this idea that like... So once is you, it... Yeah, I'm just going to come in quickly. Great. Is it the guru's fault or is it society's fault for what they place value on? Because all the guru is is taking advantage of what society deems what people as, idealize yeah yeah as important mm-hmm. so like the guru probably is like i don't really care about these things but i know if i have a lamborghini in my video people are gonna think i'm or if i have a lot of followers people are gonna think i'm something that i'm not and they want to be like me so therefore i'm gonna have my course on how to make money or my course on how to uh drop ship a product right, right? so like, that's, that's, what, that's what they're trying to do money like, is influence and influence is power really right. the guru that's their marketing tactic right that's what that's what they're going and that's how they get the attention really gurus are are content creators and they're making money by not actually not actually doing what they're selling yeah because if they were doing what they're selling and they they wouldn't want anyone else to be doing it because if they're actually making money doing okay let's let's go with like tony robbins he's like a big rah-rah hype guy yeah he's an actor he's a marketing guy Um, he's not a yeah I'm, i'm calling out grant cardone Oh, he's got the my private jet, <laughs> the the 10x uh, whatever um, principle. The, the the one that really stuck out to me is he went after his mom. He's like, uh, I something along the lines of like, oh, I wouldn't want to be like my mom because she wasted her life raising us kids, and she, she didn't go after her dreams. I'm like, dude, <laughs> dude, that's so like it was a different time. What deaf. what if? She enjoyed the time she spent with her children. Yeah. yeah. And what if she's proud of how you guys turned out? 
How could she be proud of that? Though? Like, what does he want her to do? S- send them all to boarding school so she can go off and and uh, pursue like an uh, selling a, cor- a, CEO? a course online. She, she, <laughs> she could have been the CEO of PepsiCo and never seen her children. How is that successful? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's like there's no. I haven't found a good guru who's like establish relationships, be good to other people. Uh, you know, it's, I think it's there's, there are good ones. Yeah, I think you gotta like read books to yeah. That. But because I because it comes from within, so you have to read and witness and interpret in order for you to ch- attain those things. But what Chippy was saying about is it society's fault or is it their fault? I think it's neither. I think it's that their success or what they deem successful of like okay, we I need to look like I make a lot of money yep. and exploit these people. It depends on people's desire and idolization of money. Yeah. And that money will buy you happiness. That's the that's the issue is the happiness part. Yes. That they're selling happiness and people think that if I could only make more money and selling be a rich, lifestyle. I would be happy. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna challenge everyone who's listening right now, go through this scenario with me. And I'll 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 question you two as well. Put you on the spot. All right. If you found your so you, you got a hundred million dollars. Boom! Mm-hmm. You just you just made it. Mm-hmm. You got that hundred milli. I have That's a it. lot. I already feel like I'm there. What do you do now? The thing with the hundred million is like, hundred million doesn't mean anything. It's really the spiritual win. I was actually watching a book or reading a an episode of not reading. You're not my target audience. I'm just kidding. Watching <laughs> watching, watching an episode of Alan Watts, and it's like it's yep. talked about like it's it's actually the spiritual win you want because you have a hundred million. Yep. But now, what do you do with your day? Like, what do you right. do with your day to day? Like, what is it that you actually like to do? Like, yep. do you because mm-hmm. you're like that's what he says. You're gonna you you live this reality where you get everything you ever wanted. So, so every day you wake yep. up, everything you ever desired, you get. Um, and then you get to the you get to about seventy, and you're like, what's next? And that's like, um, and then he says, drinking. You'll, you'll end up dreaming where you are now. Huh. <laughs> Because you'll want, you'll the, want the, something that's unknown. Yeah. Because you, you got everything you ever wanted, but then you'll end up dreaming where you are now, and that's something that you can't control. It's, and you it's can't, the, the you taxi driver, that, that billionaire oil guy, and he's like, I wish I could trade my life to, to, for yours. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, get me out of here. He's, in, he's stuck. Yeah, we talked about that last, last week. Uh, all right, Hayden, so you get $100 bucks. What do you do? Probably. You won the lottery. Probably nothing. If anything... Go off the grid, like buy a house and go off the grid for like a couple of years and just think about life. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, like, but you know what's wild is there's a lot of people with absolutely no money that live that way. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You in, don't in need fact, you don't need money to do that. No. But money makes it easier to. No, no. This, this guy Titus, he lives off grid in in. Uh, it's a great YouTube video. This guy goes and finds him. I think he's in no, like but the he, Appalachians. But he needs a camera. He needs a like. There's things you still need money for. Like, how do you get that land? Oh, it's super cheap. You buy it where it's cheap, and but you still need money for that. As I'm saying, like you still, like money, like money ma- opens up. Mm-hmm. I would makes say things easier. Like makes like. I would like, say when you don't have to worry about money. It opens up your mind for less worry. Like a lot of people's biggest, like mind, space taking over. Like the thing that they think about the most is like how to like put food on the table. Yeah. Like, once you don't have to worry about that, your mind it, opens. It does help. It, it allows it you to for be sure more, helps. It allows you to be more creative. Like yeah. it, it makes things a little easier. You don't got to worry what hotel you're staying in when yeah. you go on vacation. Like there's not like you don't got to worry if oh can I can we get that it's, steak? It's nice to be struggling. Actually there's a, a, I guess some study that says like 
money to a certain point does increase your happiness, but once you get past a certain threshold, no additional amount really matters. brings any more happiness. No. Basically, what I was so, saying, like, what I would do, yep. just to kind of put a bookend on what I was thinking yep. there, I don't have, like, any desire to actually go fully off-grid. I, I dream about it once a month. I, <laughs> I don't really care about that. What I mean by off-grid, I mean live life with the, with the f- full purpose of just discovering, like, my passions yeah. And like so I'm not not off, be bound. I'm not off grid, but I'm just living like with an open mind. I and, love that. And no and no stress about it's amazing about what's going on. Like cause you live day to day and there's responsibilities that come up. You're getting pulled. Most of them are financial. Yeah. yeah. And you get you your attention gets pulled everywhere. Yeah. But if you live life for like a couple years and all your focus is on what do I enjoy doing, then all of a sudden you'll find what your passion is, right? Okay. Like, now your new worry comes up. I've got two things for that. Um I'm just gonna write down uh, that for now. Um, number one, uh, this is just the, the challenge. It didn't really go as planned here with you two. <laughs> but so, so with everyone listening, think you won the lottery. What would you do? Most people, it's like I'd buy this. I'd buy this. Oh, I'd right. buy that. Okay. I'd pay off I my debt. I'd grab a crib. Like I'd get. A oh crib. yeah. So like, what would I do? Yeah, I'd okay. probably spend it on something. So, so you win the lottery. What would you do? And they all list like what they've always been dreaming of doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. And then what? Yeah. Well, now you got to worry about where to put your money. So now you have different and, worries. And then they're kind of stuck. Yeah, you got all right? this money. Now you don't know what to do with Think it. Think deeper. Think deeper, right? And then once you answer that question, the next question is, and then what? And it always comes back to things that you can do right now. And then you're going to dream where you are now. Yeah. Even Alan Watts said it. Even when you get the answers, a lot of times you don't need to be insanely wealthy to do it. Some people say, oh, I, I would, uh, I mean, unless you say I'm going to pay off my mortgage. You can still do that now. It'll just take you a little longer. Mm-hmm. If you plan well, you can pay off your mortgage. I pay off all my debts. You can pay off your debts if you plan well, if you're financially responsible, right? Or they say, oh, I would sail across the, the world. You know what? You could still sail if you, if you the, look the into it and find is, an affordable way to do it, right? is, The problem is that money isn't wealth, real wealth. We have it messed up in our society that we think money yep. is more important than the food we're getting. So when we say, oh, we're trading this this fake currency away, but in return we're getting bananas, we're getting – we go we're, – we're like reluctant to give away the money, but re- in reality we're getting the real wealth, which is the food, which is the mm. – right. that's the real wealth is actually the the food that you're getting in return. But like, we're like, oh, we're giving up this – Money's not real. The money isn't real wealth. The difference between being rich and bre- being wealthy is that being rich, you have a lot of money, and being wealthy, you have a lot of time. Yes. Mm. I like that. That that actually, like, I could make more money if I focus on different things or work in different industries. You know what I mean? Like, I came into hockey because I love it. It makes me happy. Um, it's something I felt I could provide value and kind of make a difference in a positive way in the world. Mm-hmm. But along my journeys, I found a lot of other things I can move into, especially with, like, skills of being online, building websites, understanding marketing, stuff like that, where I'm like, oh. Real estate. I, yeah, just switch into that. I could hop into that right now. I, I was looking at real estate. I, I like, think I can move houses. Exactly. If you had a drone, like, <laughs> the, 
There, there was a time when put my face on those signs. We're gonna. <laughs> it was it was a bunch of sixty like geriatrics on billboards, and I was like, okay, I could do a better job than this. Like I I understand Instagram, and I could take better pictures and videos and all these people. And now the industry, the real estate industry has gotten there. Yeah, they're all doing skits now. They're, they're, they're doing all, it like, now. They're getting into right? it. Like, but I was thinking about that ten years ago. But then you become you stop doing real estate and you become an influencer. <laughs> I just sell my real estate <laughs> yeah. course, dude. No, honestly. It, oh it, yeah, the right? real estate. Course. Imagine I got into real estate ten years ago, did all the things like okay, videos and. Uh, uh, so like, I'm not gonna, yeah I'm not gonna hate on the guru because okay. you might see a course coming out from this. <laughs> I'm not gonna like like I think there's like course like I think that's the, just the new there's gonna be no university that's the new form of education someone but someone that's actually done it and now teaching the skills that it, they like I think that's it's the only fine way. if you're providing value just don't glorify the wealth. I think the biggest cha- problem is that if people are personifying. Them or identifying themselves as an expert when they're not just to yes. sell a course. Yeah, no, for, for <laughs> me, it's more the idolization and they're renting and that, that Lamborghini for the photo shoot. Like, like that, that <laughs> yeah. well, that's going to become unethical. Yeah, um, it already would, is. I would argue. Nah, they'll keep on doing it if it works. But I would, I would just like to see somebody, a, a guru, who like would you say like you're relationship? You you're a guru in terms of content creation. Like, nah, you don't I, think I, you, I, you don't I, think I'm you a could, terrible salesman. I hate selling stuff. No, but like in terms of how to make a video, like so, say like the how to make a viral video. Yep. You know how to done that. You've done that hundred times, a yep. million times. Yep. Right. Like I would say, you have the authority or position to I teach could. a course easily on that. Yeah. And I don't. Class. And I don't think that would be a guru. No. I think that's the stereotype of a guru. No, I think you've actually done it. I think once yeah. you've done ex- it, the difference between a guru and an expert. I could be a teacher. Yeah. I would yeah. say a you're. An, I would expert. say you're an expert. Yeah. Right. And like I think that's the. There's going to be new ways to define expert now. But like, but you don't that's need to have thing. a doctorate in content creation. No, you have actually got to make content that's done if, well. If I were to pitch, say, a master seats. class, and I'm trying to make money and get people to sign up, I would put the emphasis on you can have more free time to follow your dreams. Right. You can spend more quality time with your family because you're working. For, like yeah, I, you're I wouldn't. Hitting, you're hitting their emotions. What they. That's what it's. It's more important than than you're gonna make. Oh, I made a hundred thousand dollars in three months with this thing, and then you blah 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 and show cars. I want to show that. I show, like, what's what's really important, you know. So your rant is just about people glorifying making a lot of money and trying to sell it. To money people. ain't it. Yeah, find happiness elsewhere. Financial gurus are losers. <laughs> That's yeah, Jeremy's in reality. Rant. It should be like uh, like like I think that the better way to do it would be like teaching people to find a purpose i think i think yeah. that's like you have 100 million but now what's your purpose i think you feel lost when you're when you don't have a purpose 100%. you don't have something you're working towards Let's do it i think it's finding purpose and that's for me that was that's what it was like I think yes. the challenges is that anyone and this is maybe this is just me because that's how i feel about social media and stuff i have like a bit of a love-hate relationship with oh, it like everyone does all, yeah um but maybe that's just it is that once like anyone that has preached finding a passion and a, a goal in life and like what's it most important and all this stuff you can teach it but then at a certain point you're like well it's not important to me to teach it anymore because that's not the like I'm not trying to make money off that's of this that's not my purpose yeah it's like- not my purpose so I'm going to stop doing it mm-hmm. and then no one hears about it because it like fizzles out before it reaches any point of like and if it does reach a point where you're reaching millions of people and you're influencing and you're creating a good impact on the world, then there'll be half of those people that say, oh, you're just doing it to make money. Yeah. You're just yeah. doing it for likes. Yeah. Right? Well, you know, that, you're doing like, it for... That's it. Like, I thought about that because I'm like, oh, like, I could do a but, course right like, now. Like, is there a pinnacle of, be, like, spreading 
like the knowledge of what's important in life? Is there a pinnacle that can be reached, or is it just always like the it's not attainable? I I would just love for people to glorify the things that everyone can appreciate in life. You know, like when you have Thanksgiving dinner with your family and you just put your phone away and you just actually connect with people because everyone has the ability to do that. And truly like the relationships you build with others are, is what's going to bring you more happiness. If you're connected with your family, you're connected with your community, you're connected. You know what I mean? That's like, yeah, that's, that's going to make you feel welcome and important in, in, like your life, I, I think that I think it just comes Close down. Friends. Yeah, it comes down to the the p word, which is purpose. Like, yeah, uh, for me, like, is my purpose to go sell a course on how to make content, yeah. or is my purpose to make someone laugh today? Right. And I think if I doubled down on what I'm actually supposed to be, like for me, it's laughter and comedy. Yep. And like, if I doubled down on that instead of trying to switch up, and now now I'm doing this thing that's not even my soul. I yeah. think it's aligning. I think your soul. That's why I say the spiritual win mm-hmm. is so much. Yeah, because what if I start making this course and I have a hundred million now, but I'm not actually doing what I want to do and not doing what actually like, mm-hmm. what, like like you'll come right back to I, I want to make someone laugh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like purpose driven, purpose driven, and like yeah, like, we should we should start a course. You talk about big purpose, I talk about little purpose. <laughs> I like that. I no, because honestly, know, I'm serious. We could we could actually do like it. a like a like a seminar. That's what my dad. Like, that's what my dad did. Easy. He would do set seminars. We could go like. You pitch it to like these universities, and you go easily. TED Talks. Yeah, well, all these people want to learn. Yeah, but like the real thing that you've discovered, you wouldn't be doing this. You've been doing it for ten years now. Like if you didn't like 15. have some sort of purpose that you like, you have it up up there. Yep. You have that's like I got, that, it, I got that, on the wall. That's the real thing. Yeah, and then the money is a byproduct. It is of giving your energy to the it's thing gravy. that you love. It's gravy. Yeah, it's just like it's just oh, I love doing this. I can make half the amount of money I made last year, but I'm still living a good life because I'm doing what I like. I enjoy. Yep. And yep. I think that's the biggest thing. That's what Alan Watts said. It's like in life, you should really uh, find out what that something that you like, do it yep. every day and then monetize it. Because yeah. like, it doesn't matter if you're a juggler, if you like juggling, yeah. If yeah, you, yeah. Like, you could become a juggler and right. you can monetize that somehow. But if it's find something because like uh, the other, on the other hand, it's like you're doing something that you don't enjoy. And now you're going on living a life that you don't want to live to you know what I'm saying? Yep. And it doesn't, to me, it didn't make sense. And I think I talked about that a little bit on a previous pod, but like mm-hmm. uh, Alan Watts changed my way of looking at life with that direct quote. It's like, find something that you like, do it every day, um, become a master of it. Yeah, that's great. And then monetize it. Yes. I love it. Um, and just talking about pr- purpose, like for anyone listening, it might seem like a lofty goal. Like we talk about dreaming big, right? Mm-hmm. So they might think, well, I don't have a purpose that could change the world to go viral. You don't have to find that. Find find anything a small purpose. Mm-hmm. Start start there, right? Do something in your community that's purpose driven. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Like you could start like a little food drive. Right? Yeah. S- set up a, a there's a tree at the hockey rink in in Oro, and it's it's um w- when you come into practice you just put a can and a food on there. Like somebody could just build that. Be like, oh, I'm gonna put it in the local rinks and try to collect food for the food bank. Even if it's not even on that scale, like I remember days where I'd go, like my purpose today is like I have to compliment someone. There you go. And it was like, oh, like I remember you were talking yeah. about yeah, that. Yeah, like I would go into these year, things yeah. and I'd be like, hey, like one of the grocery store. I'm gonna comment on her. Oh, that's a nice necklace. You yeah. know what I mean, it's like that was my purpose for the day. Yeah. Like, speak your mind. Made, made her smile. Like if I can, it was it, if I can make one person smile today. It's been a good day. That, I, was, that was my entire Imagine that, just saying the nice things that you're thinking. Because a lot of times I think something nice. I don't say it out loud. Yeah. Just say it out loud. Yeah, just say, oh, that's really nice. And then just, and, and you're not looking for something like, in return. Just don't say it with that mustache, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> giving, yeah. Giving, uh, like, 
compliments that are like meaningful yep or like that you genuinely mean it's like it can make someone's day so why not do it that's the way oh, yeah. I and it makes that. your day and, it, low and key. It, when you're being in that mindset of like i'm looking for the good in people then you're gonna see the good in yourself too yeah. i still remember yeah you're doing it low-key for yourself too yeah. like it's like makes you feel good right how, how I'm, I'm 38 i probably about 20 years ago i had a hat that i found that i thought was cool it's like a volcom like i don't knit hat mm-hmm. and i was wearing it in the mall and i walked by some guy and he's like Dude, he's like, I love that hat. And I said, thanks. And you remember it 20, 20 years, years later because yeah. I'm like, he yeah. likes that hat. People, and I like this hat. The thing is, people remember compliments. <laughs> no, right? and you don't get complimented very often. No. Right? No one's like, mm-hmm. so when you're out here, you're just like, you're you're doing God's work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, serious. So like, yeah. oh, I like your smile. 100%. Ooh. Going back. To- Ooh. <laughs> and then you say it like genuinely without needing anything in return. I think that's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like you're just, you're out here just spreading positive vibes and i think that's that's being a puck daddy yeah there you that's go lit. that's life. i'm like I, daddy I need to get back on that actually of like like in interaction like complimenting more people yep mm-hmm. but i find it's difficult to do that when you might not be loving yourself as much in that moment mm. and you might be a little bit down thoughts. but that's that's, that's when you gotta do caught, it the most because you're, you're caught in your world and then you're not putting any light on the ext- like once you stop taking the light off yourself like especially when you're feeling down right. like everything's about you but then you start Oh, like, how are you doing? And then you start getting out of your dome and be like, oh, if I'm feeling like this, what if my mom's feeling like that? Maybe I should go call my sister. You know what happens when it starts to get dark? When it starts to get dark, that's when the lights come on. Lights got to come on when it starts getting dark. Yeah, yin and yang, baby. If it's dark, there's got to be a light. Turn on the headlights. Um, Just want to say, like, talking about purpose, mini purpose, I volunteer for for, um, uh, Olivia's hockey team, like a coach. Mm -hmm. Group of six-year-olds, right? (sighs) It, good that, on you that gives me purpose i love going i look forward to practice because now i'm getting to know these girls and they're like they're coming up after the practice with big smiles in their face oh did you see i did the hockey stop right that's something so small to, to teach someone how to stop mm-hmm. on the ice right but it's, it's like you stash though <laughs> yeah, i'll tell you <laughs> dude when i showed up to the rink with this mustache on yeah and and it's a, a group of six-year-olds and i was just like <laughs> They were all looking at me. I was like, what? Like, I had just shaved it. Yeah. I, I kind of forgot that it was there. <laughs> when it was fresh. And I was getting a lot of side wo- sideways Stop. looks yeah. from, like, these little girls with their little cages oh, on. Like, what is this guy with pink, his pink helmets? What's on this like, guy's face? Uh, uh, <laughs> coach, you have a mustache. Yeah. Coach, oh. What's this dust? What do you think? What's you this been duster like, oh, you got on your head? <laughs> I didn't wake up like this. What happened? And that's what I said. I was like, oh, my gosh. Where'd this come from? Coach, you're bleeding on your neck. <laughs> Cut yourself I, open, coach. I'm like, looks good, eh? And they're just like, no. And then and I'm sitting there, coach, and I'm, I'm trying to teach her. Okay, so in this drill, right? And the, the girl's just like, uh, I can't listen to you. <laughs> yeah, coach, you're distracting me with your face. Uh, I can't take you seriously when you have that on your face. <laughs> oh, Jerry, you're playing yourself without this this thing under your butt. I can't believe you don't have uh, it. I don't have the, the foam. Mm. Anyways, How yeah. How good so is it? Find a small purpose. Like a, It could be a purpose just like with your family. Right, just to to play with your kids more or something. It could be a purpose in your community, or could it could be, be changing a uh, changing your daily habits to do something that's good for, like that makes you happy. Yeah, and or make someone else happy. Yeah, is like changing your daily habits to do that is probably one of the most beneficial things you yes. can do in the long run. One percent better every day. Exactly. And and I'm gonna come back to Hayden. You said your uh, your dream was to escape, right? Off off grid. There, I don't think he said that. Not not exactly. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Um, go off grid for a little bit, right? And, and just be really connected with what you want to do. But I, I have this idea, which I haven't fully got into. My brother has definitely done it. But it's basically, 
if it's possible to take to retire like once every few years retire for like two months right why say why work to the bone until you're like nearly dead and then retire when your body has given up your mind isn't as good as it once was and you're like you're 65 you've you've missed yeah being a 30 year old being a 40 year old being a 50 year old you know what i mean right like when you're when you're 60 you're not gonna want the same things you wanted when you were 30 you're not gonna be able to do the same yeah. things you right you're not gonna live your life the same way you're not gonna have that same vigor that same passion right if you're 30 and say you're married you you have a 30 year old wife and you are a 30 year old person you can go and do some 30 year old things mm. when you're 65 you're retired you're not going to have that opportunity. I totally agree, but it's also dependent it's, it's on the circumstances that people have. Where it's like maybe yeah. they can't. Not everyone can take do it. Two months. Two months. Off their off. Job. I know. I know. <laughs> it's yeah. it's a it's a tough. People ask. could barely get like four days off work. Yes, but or you can't if, even call in sick. If there's a way to take a sabbatical or a sabbatical, is that what it's called? Yeah, I'd be taking every sick day uh, possible. <laughs> and isn't that the wild thing though? Is that you're in a position where you could just go off for a month or two? Yeah. Now, if you wanted to, I think it, I need to. Hard. Yeah. I think I need to just for my own sanity. I'm in a position where I, I could need do order it, and I, I need to change things in my life. I haven't done it yet. Right. I could take my whole family and like let's go to Australia for like a month and just I know cuz it's cuz that's the unknown. It's like it's it's different, it's not comfortable. I feel obligation to get content up. Yeah, and you could still do that. I, I, I fear loot like the just, everyone would forget me by the time I come falling back. Falling off. I know, the fear <laughs> that's the most toxic thing about being a creator. It's like, am I going to fall off? How I fallen off? Like <laughs> people still vibing with me. It's like that's like I think the time away would just like make you a better person, better creator, better outlook. And I do think nothing is a coincidence. Yeah. Like you like you have this path, it's going, and you had to like learn the lessons. And like karma is so real. Like I've just like been in like this karmic cycle of like just doing the same. Like I'm sabotaging myself. Yeah. And it's like I got the same kind of issues that I'm dealing with. And it's like um, that's just me though. It's realizing that it's you're doing where you are is because of you, not because of anyone else. It's because of your decisions. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like the biggest thing for me was like. No one's coming to save me. No one's coming to get me out. No one. The hard truth. I am the reason why I'm standing here and in the spot I am. I think taking the responsibility and not trying to blame other people for if, your position. If you don't believe in yourself, no one else will. Yeah. Starts with well, yeah, you. that. But it's like taking responsibility for where you're at and not saying, oh, like the victim right. mentality where it's like, oh, I'm here because I didn't get the opportunity. I'm here because this happened. No, it's like you're there because you've decided you've made the decisions up to this point to be where you're at true um taking ownership of your taking own ownership which which yeah. which i i didn't do as somewhat like i don't know i was 20 or whatever i was like oh why did this happen to me why is all this yep. victim oh. mentality yeah, and then, yeah and then that takes up all your time so you can't think of how to get out because you're so busy thinking about what poor me and then that takes all your energy and you don't have any energy to go create or energy to go start something or build something I think building. Actually, I want to bring this quote up real quick, and then we can move on. I got one to leave us Um, with as well. Okay. Um, Or it was just like there's a couple. I'll I'll drop one. You know who Dan Coe is? I'll drop mine while you're looking this up. You got it already? Okay. The solution to boredom is building. Build a skill. Build a brand. Build your body. Build your mind. Build your social life. Build anything. It doesn't matter if you don't know how. That's the entire point. 
You learn, it's act, journey, and discover your way out of boredom. You you know, like if someone's unemployed, they have no skills, no anything. You could like just go on Kijiji, get some cheap weed whippers, and start taking apart two-stroke motors and figure that out. And within a few months, you could start servicing people's two-stroke motors. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it would not take long. You got YouTube and and some ambition, and you could take and that you could be that guy in that community. And eventually, you'll be more skilled than most people. It does not take long to be better at something than the majority of people. Because who else is working on two-stroke motors? Not too many people. Okay, here we go. I'm That's just a complete random on. example, right? Mm-hmm. But it apply that for anything. I got just... Here's another one. You need a plan. There isn't any other way. Because if you don't have one, society does. And they've been planning your life for decades. Oh, don't give up your dreams to you need, chase someone You need else's. four habits. One that builds your mind. One that builds your body. One that builds your business. One that builds your relationships. Relationships. The love good it. life is the process of becoming everything you could be. That is tough, though, eh? Okay, so mind, body. Relationship. Relationships. Um, and what? Your business. Business. Biz. Okay. To fit all of that into one day, that's tough. Yeah. Because like, okay, I can It wait. is, but it isn't. No, my, my mind is good. Uh, body, it's like you know, w- wake up early. Work relationships out. and bi- yeah, I guess it is. No, it is pretty. Yeah. You you just have to be like you said. You need a plan. You need a plan. Yeah, you yeah. need to have that prioritized. And like that's something I don't think I've been prioritizing my body. Yeah. Um, I've been prioritizing biz. Yep. Um, relationships probably struggling a little bit for me and my mind as a direct result of body. Everything comes at a cost, right? If you weigh too much on your business, your business will flourish. But your mind, body, and relationships will all suffer. Yes, I think that's where I'm at right now. I'm right. putting so much here. It's too much, and not everything enough, has a cost. Not enough. I think the body and the mind are intertwined, like and, interchangeable. And that's what I'm talking about. Like the gurus, is all the money is on business, right? What yeah. about, but then you you give up what your mind, your body, and your relationships with others. You end up with a bunch of money, but none of that, right? You do need to sacrifice though, if like you want to start a, a business. If you want to start a business, yeah, you are gonna have to. So I'm saying everything comes up, at a cost. You're gonna have to give up some things. Yep. I think now it's like at the point where it's like. I'm realizing the actual body and mind are the most important that are going to allow the business to thrive yeah. is if my mind and my body and my spirit is flying high. Yeah. Because when you're True. everything's low, then the biz is low. It every- lifts everything. It yeah. lifts everything, Mind right? and body lifts everything. Those are like the five cups that you can pour your water into. You yeah, only have a certain amount day. of water every day. Right. And Correct. you can invest it in different things. And then the more you put into some, the more the others will suffer. So you have to balance it out every... Once the business starts often. flourishing, all these things start dragging you down, right? Yes. You got to have that balance. So it's, they're all lifting each other well, up. It was honestly like, it's like your, your energy is a finite resource. And you only have... So you recharge your battery up every day and you have 100%. Yep. And then you give yourself to your, your workout comes mm-hmm. down. Now you're at like 80. Yeah. And now you, you give yourself three hours of your business. Now you're at... 60 like now you have you have certain a level of energy to give every day because you are energy that's all we are it's really yeah like i I find it's not too hard it's just a matter of um switching and then being fully present so it's like i might be inside just finishing up a post right or like uh, an email comes through so i start answering it and then briar she's two years old she comes over and she sits on my lap and then starts like trying to touch my phone so i could be like stop 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 Right, because I need to finish that email. It's the, it's do, so, do I really need to? No, right? So other times, in, instead of doing that, right, she comes over, she sits on my lap. She wants daddy time, right? She reaches for my phone, right? And instead of knocking her hand away, I just turn it off. I, I put it down, and I give her a little tickle. She starts laughing, yeah. right? I get up, I chase her around the house a few times, 
And then she's having a great time. We're having a little Bonnie. I pick her up. I, you know, I throw her on the couch. She's laughing. And then, and then, you know, she says she's hungry. I get her a bottle. Then I finish up my email. Yeah. Right. It's like switching, finding that daily, the daily habits and identifying where your headspace is at. Yeah. And I'd like to say those quotes I said were from Dan Coe. Okay. Yeah, he's really good. You check him out on YouTube. Um, D A N C O. But he's he so he's one of those guys. He's coming out with a book. Love it. It's called The Art of Focus. Love it. Like, so good. Like he's just like I love like I love the way he his content. I love what he's doing. But Oops. even is he like a, a like a, a guru? But it, for like it, not about money. No, it's about elevating your soul. Like okay. he, like his his things about like if you look at his. Dan Co. How do you spell it? K O E. Oh, K O E. Okay, Dan. Like, Coe. look, even even look at the way, like he's he is he's about energy. Yep. Like it's like um, what go to his. I don't know why it took me here. Perhaps something to research after. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm uh, just giving him a follow right now. Yeah, Anyways. give him a follow. It's so good. Like, let me let me drop you with a quote. We talking about like changing and like if you're stuck that sort of thing. Don't let who you were define who you're going to be. Too many people think because my whole life has been this way, it has to be that way, that that's the path you have to take. You don't. Every day is a new opportunity, right? And obviously, it's hard to break old habits, and like you're kind of a result of the, the habits. But um, yeah, don't let who you were define who you're going to be. Yes, 1% better every day. Let's go. All right. Beautiful. What's up, Hayden? What's up? Again. Yeah, you guys, we're always we're always getting in deep on this pod. <laughs> I guess when the rant is about gurus, it just it was supposed to be balls. like a, a three minute rant, yeah, thirty minute deep discussion, yeah. But we uh, appreciate all the good. beauties who yes. stay tuned for it, and we hope that you know it gives you something things to think about. There's a different side of us there, yeah, yeah, for sure. I love it. Um, mine is just a quick segment. Hypotheticals. We've done it before. Hypos. Hypos. Um, hypos with Hayden. I had one for each Hayden's of you. Hypos. I had one for each of you. Yep. I wanted to do it separate, but okay. Um, I'm probably we'll going to want an opinion on both. We'll just do. We'll start with one, and then we'll see where we end up. Okay. That's gone. Hypothetically, mm-hmm. Jay Woodcroft's fired, mm-hmm. and you're hired as the new coach of the Edmonton Oilers. What do you do? Oh, do you want me to go first? I'll go first if you got nothing. But I mean, I always got something. You go. <laughs> Chippy's always got something. Um. I think really what needs to happen is a like you got to bring the whole team in. You got to get to the bottom of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like you have to get to the bottom of how everyone's feeling. How do you guys think the season's going? Where do you think we need to improve? You you really have to get to know what like what's like how is the dynamic in the room? What's the energy like? What's this energy? Why why are we underperforming? Um, and I think it's getting everyone back on track. I would have a football around, and I'll pass it. I would pass the ball to each person, mm. and they say something that they classic would happen to mm-hmm. make the team better. Or what it's would, like a Disney movie right now. Yeah, no, but that's what needs to happen. Like it needs to be. All right, let's come in, let's bring it all in, and let's get to the bottom of why we're frustrated, why we're not performing, um, what they think needs to happen for the rest of the season, uh, what they think they can do better, what they think they've done well. We we got to be coach assistant coach Thank in you. like 10 15 years of an NHL. We, we got to climb the ranks, eh? I do think so. I like, think I do think I could be behind the bench as like a spiritual coach. After you have like 10 million million followers, you go and get yourself a couple of Hollywood gigs for like your yeah. top paid actor in Hollywood and then once that gets boring, we'll just make a run. I'll, for I I honestly think the teams would be better off having me a part of the organization. Yeah. 
I and I'm not even 100%. lying. Like, no, like, no. I'm not even like no. lying at all. <laughs> no. I do think it's I too much be... of an old boys club, and they have the old, the same old, same old. Look at me, I'm the coach. You do what I say. Like we need a bit of a change here. Bring the boys I'd be together. A I'd be a spiritual leader. Yeah, I'd make sure that everyone is positive in the room. Yep. I would. I would even reset some goals. Mm. I would have like a goal. Okay, where do we want to be in November? What? What? Where do we want to be? And you start making them feasible. Because mm-hmm. if you do want to make the playoffs, you got to like really do something that's. You got to go on these runs. Like, what's a goal? Where give them some small wins first. Yeah, right? so start off with yeah, exactly. Um, I, don't, I don't know how. I don't, know how, I don't really know how you can follow that. It's up interesting here, that you say that because um, Jay Woodcroft was on the Thirty Two Thoughts podcast. It's funny that I'm wearing that sweater oh, right now. Um, like a couple of months ago, before or a few months ago, before the season started, and one of the things he was saying is that it's one of the things that he preaches is about celebrating and planning for those small wins. As I don't a, think it was his fault. I don't think it was his fault either. But it's just, it's interesting that that is like something that was core to his message and his values for the team. Yeah. And yet he still got fired and they still started off with a season. I think it was, I think it was the goalies. <laughs> You're going to go in there and say, like, boys, I, I feel for you. The tennies just suck. The tennies were just <laughs> atrocious. Hire bro. some goaltending coaches. I'm pretty yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure that the m- number one cause of coaches getting fired is bad goaltending. Did you see, <laughs> then he went down to the A. And let in four. Did oh. you, you see that That's goal right. that he let yeah, in? That, oh. No, I didn't. I, did. I saw. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. So, Jer, what would you do? You're the new coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Really simple. Uh, you get. Like, I, I'm going to meet the players one on one. I'm going to ask to see their phone. <laughs> I knew oh, it, oh, it, this, this was going. <laughs> I just want to find out the type of people they are. <laughs> right. That's disgusting. And. and and then I'm gonna get fired, and I'm gonna collect my my uh, two million. <laughs> oh my I'm gonna go God. to Cabo. <laughs> Yo, did he just play the entire league with that? Like, does he still get paid? I don't think he does in that situation. I don't the, think so. The Leafs had to pay him five million a season. I think it was eight, wasn't it? Was it? Oh my God! Wasn't it? I don't know. It was eight. No, it was like fifty million over. It was seven or something like that. I, I think in that case, uh, in, the Leafs fired him. So, like, because it was their decision, they had to keep it. I don't know. Or, or no, he signed, like, a five-year contract or yeah, something. Yeah, his contract wasn't up, but they fired him before it was done. He gets that money no matter yeah. what. And then in this case, they're just like, so, Mike, um, you're going to quit, okay? <laughs> okay? And he's like, okay, I've decided that. Uh, <laughs> well, no, it, it was grounds to terminate his contract. I'm going to step down. I'm going to step down. Step yeah. down. Whereas the Leafs is just like we're not happy with your performance, but that's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. Probable cause. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, so, so I'm pretty much same page as Chippy. It's like first of all, you got to get together with the boys and you got to read the room and see what the biggest issue is coming from them, right? It's right. I'd be more of like I'm not a dictator type coach. Mm-hmm. It's like the the 30 people in the organization in that group, you have to get to know them. And same thing if I was going to take a, like a a job as like a CEO or something, like talk to the employees. What's going on here? What's good? What's bad? And then let's let's like imagine walking into that situation. Like, would you not be nervous to deliver a speech to like <laughs> Dave O'Dryside? Yeah. They're oh, underperforming. I, They're like, like imagine having to walk into that. Uh, There's no speech as, coming. As, a, in the as room. a new NHL coach, like you've yeah. never been in that position before. Yeah. Who are you, coach? <laughs> like, who like who's listening to me? Like, here, here's my speech. I walk in, all eyes on me. I say, boys. We've had a tough run, but we're going to make things better. It's going to start today, and we are going to work together. We are a team, and we're going to come together as a team, 
and together we're going to make a change. Yeah, that's why I like the rule right? of getting them talking. We. Because he doesn't need to do much talk. Like, no. You guys let me know what's, it's not, what the heck's going on it's, here. It's not me. I, I'm not going to say, I am going to, I, I. No, it's like, we're going to work there. We're going to, because that's how a team works. It's like when you will go to war for the guy that's like sitting next to you on the bench, mm-hmm. yeah. when you have that, when you're united, when you guys are like a brotherhood, that's what like Vegas has, right? Where like yeah. everyone's going, vibing. That's what the AAA yeah. was. It was like, we're going to cocoon. We're going to uh, channel out all the outside noise, no parents in yep. the dressing room, none of that. We're going to cocoon. Mm-hmm. We're going to become a unit, and we're going to – it was the team building at the beginning of the season. Like, you guys, before the season start in the summer, you would start yeah. team building. Yeah. Right. And, like, I think that's actually the most important thing. I yeah. like it. And, and then, um, you know, look for some uh, – shore up the any – obviously, skill is important as well. You've got it in spades on forward, defense, goaltending. We look at those issues and address them. Beautiful. What's what's the next situation? Aiden? That was. I'm just gonna oh, leave it on that nice. one. One hypothetical. Yeah. Nice. I, I I had more, but we we kind of went a bit over on the Rufty's rant segment. Okay. So I'm sorry. We'll we'll get it. We'll have two more here. We got most Canadian things to do before the winter. Okay. Preparing for winter in Canada. We each get one. M- uh, let me talk it in. It's my segment. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, today's most Canadian. The most Canadian things to do. Before the winter. It's November. November's here. What's the most Canadian thing you can do right now? Okay, I'll go first. You go first. Uh, get your board set up on your outdoor oh, rink. Oh, Jeff. Yeah, get the outdoor rink, the boards, because like, you don't want to do it during winter because then it's How snow. dare you? Woo! That is my whole... Woo! Ow. What I gave you first because I did not think that that's what you're and, – and I was like, these guys aren't going to take – setting up the backyard rink. Setting I, up I the ODR. You could have told me we were doing most Canadian, and it just based on the time of the year, you didn't even have to say before winter. I knew Jeremy was going to say setting up the outdoor rink. I knew that's what he was going to do. Oh, <laughs> well <then>. baby. <laughs> well, then. Uh, do you want me to give mine or – Probably not because you might take my one too. I just came up – you know what? I like a challenge, so, yeah, you can go second. I don't think, I don't think you have this one. Um Let's for, do two each. For me, for two each. For for me, the most Canadian thing to do before the winter, it's uh, rake up the leaves before the snow comes. Mm. You're you're basically prepping it so the okay. leaves don't get all trapped underneath the snow, get and then in the, ready. in the spring you got like all slimy, slimy wet leaves that you can't get rid of with dog poop all well, in them. And I say this because you can't walk down any street this time of year without people raking or like mulching up their leaves with their lawnmower, getting them to clean up their yard yeah. before the winter. Well, 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 Hayden. I got myself quite a predicament because I got two good ones. <laughs> but we can only pick one because it's the most mm-hmm. Canadian. Yeah. I got such a good one that you guys aren't going to say. But well, we already did these one. These are both. No, elite. but like mine's like better than all yours. Oh. Well, no, the, the best one is setting up the backyard rink before. But there's like another one that's like. Okay, well, let's see. Even more elite. Here we go. Is getting the Christmas decorations up. Yes. Before the snow flies. Is that Canadian though? It, it's. It is more Canadian because it doesn't matter. In Florida, in Florida, it doesn't matter. You can put that up a week before yeah. Christmas. It doesn't matter. In Canada, it matters because right when that snow, you start getting the freezing rain, it is a liability to get up on that roof. You want to get it up before the temps drop. I like that. It's it's important. Yeah, I could I could see that. All right, honorable mention. I'll give you an honorable mention because okay. I got another one too. Uh, I could keep going all day. Okay. Okay. Um, I got three. I was gonna. This is just a draft. I now. was gonna <laughs> say setting up the driveway, uh, 
the driveway markers. The little reflectors, the reflectors in the, the driveway. Setting up the reflectors <laughs> of the driveway so when the snow comes, you could you don't go into the ditch. <laughs> this this is rapid fire now. Let's go rapid it, okay, fire. Rapid okay, rapid fire. Calling the calling the the snow plow removing company. Oh, ahead of time. Yeah, yeah so you're not off the yeah, list. All right. Up. Getting all the jackets and gloves and sorting through them. Right, setting that up, pulling them out from underneath the stairs. Okay. I was like, oh, where's all the mitts? Oh my. Okay. What? what right. Mine. Yeah. I have one. It's kind of similar. I thought of it, but it wasn't the mitts and stuff. It's yep. it's going through your clothes, and getting all your winter clothes out, but putting your summer ones away, oh, but yeah. still leaving Switch. a couple just in case it's yeah. warm for a you day. You always got to have like, yeah, oh, I'm gonna leave yeah, one yeah, yeah, shorts out. Right? Just exactly. in case just in it goes case. to yeah. <laughs> 25 in November. Yeah. That's what it's been doing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Getting the snow tires on. Ooh. Is that most Canadian, though? It's, it's... Everyone does that before winter, though, like before snow. Not in, in Georgia, they don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying, oh, I guess prepare I was gonna, for winter. I okay, was going to, yeah. I was going to yeah. say, um, oh, this one's, I can't believe this one's not on the list, but like getting your, your skis and your, and your snowboard oh, wax your shined sharpened up. and mm-hmm. getting Grab it ready for the, for the hill fruit. to... That one's fun. Putting away the patio furniture. Yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, stacking all the patio furniture in a giant pile and throwing a tarp over it. <laughs> that's really good. Hey. Um, oh, what? No. Getting a heated driveway installed. Like, yeah, like McDavo, eh? Yeah. I, I'd say more Canadian than getting your snow tires put on is not getting them put on until you get, like, a foot and a half of snow in November. After the first snowfall. And then you go, oh, no, I need my snow tires on. And yeah. then you call, and they're like, yeah, we're booking into December. And you're like, ah, I'm going to drive with these summers yeah not trying not to go off the road for a month because you yeah. didn't get your snow tires put on yeah. all right all right that was like oh a- i got another one <laughs> let's go planning your vacation oh for, yeah for the winter mm. the snowbirds because you're planning that vacation before this because you know the winter is about to dominate you for the next five <laughs> months you're like no i need to catch florida trip planning your florida trip mm. um before the winter putting comes. the burlap around the the cedar trees so they don't get windburn. <laughs> right, preparing your shrubberies. All right, on that theme, we kind of had we we did a lot of uh, picks there that kind of might overlap with our draft. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, I thought that was the draft. I'm, oh no, I guess. Uh, we were supposed to just pick one. Whatever. Yeah, it's the most we're Canadian. Blowing out drafting. The best things to do in the snow. That's not even close. It's different than preparing for winter. Okay, I, I like this. Yeah. Okay. So the best things to do in the snow. We're drafting. Okay. Let's do it. Are we all drafting? You guys can just do it if you want. Okay, yeah, I have okay. a bunch, but I I'll just so let you many. do it. I'm just going to go off the off the dome because that's what I do. You got to do rock, paper, scissors, boys. Chip, you wins. Okay. <laughs> I shot late. Uh, best things to do in the snow. Um, Number one overall. Number one overall. Best things to do in the snow, Chippy. I'm going to say, just because the nature of this podcast is, like, outdoor rink. Ah, that's great. Uh, that's great. Play on the – it's actually not the one I want, but I know – I know which one you want. The nature of the know. podcast is mm. – um, you can take it, but then I'm going to take the other one. So. Sure, fine. I have one right off the bat. that uh, I'm going to take both of them, Chip. Yeah, go. Oh, imagine we do a snake draft. <laughs> <laughs> so, backyard rink, best things to do in the snow. I'm, I'm taking go to the ski hill. Just – does that cover snowboarding and skiing? Hey, yeah, that's not just go right. to the hill, hit right. the hill. All right. That's yeah, it's not even better than the one I'm going to say. Hit that's not even toboggan. Hit going toboggan. Oh, okay. Go get a, get out of here with your pick. Tobogganing. Frig, I should. A little bit, little bit more open. Hop in. A little bit this. more open for the oh, for sorry, most people. You don't got to pay a hundred dollars for your lift ticket. You just go tobogganing. Tobogganing. Ooh, I'm gonna I'm pick. gonna change it change it up. Ooh. I'm coming in here. 
I'm gonna. You join. can't. I've got oh, all my picks. No, we can't. We I've can't. got all my picks. Can't, can't. I, keep I, him as honorable mention. See if he can beat honorable us. Honorable mentions. I, I, no, I'm. I'm gonna do two right now to jump in back in the. Oh, I, I've got a list here, Hayden. What if you I would have said my like other one. Exactly. We're we're going. To, you no, can, you, can't, you can't. You can keep now. yours. You can try to beat us. You can, you got it. You gotta have like honorable. Mention. You get five at the end. Yeah, you get five at the end. <laughs> but that means taken, the five last picks. That obviously. Fine, but like, <laughs> if you're so confident. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to start a draft, let us pick two, and then change it up. Because that just – do you want to restart? Do you want to do a restart? You can't. I'm saying we can't, no. the picks that I would have made, you guys haven't picked any but of them I'm about to so pick we're saying, I'm, I'm going against him. I'm not going against you. Oh, my God. I'm it's literally different. about to pick them. You guys are ridiculous. Okay, just go. Just go. Snowball fight. Oh. All right. I'm going to go – That was mine, yeah. I know. I'm I know gonna, it was. Hey, and that's go. why I picked it now, not against Chippy. I know Chippy. I'm going to go build a snowman. Okay, snowman. I, I got an elite one for fifth. I'm going to steal it. You don't have this on your list, Chippy. I'm, I'm just yeah, coming I don't in have here. a list. Mine's off the dome. So now you've just telepathied, probably passed me I, your thoughts. I, I and you don't so know fast. that I can read your thoughts. Okay. <laughs> you don't know I have that kind of power. Build a and snow fort. That was my second one. I know it was. I no, know. you that's, did not. That's, <laughs> why do you think I fought so valiantly to not have you draft? Because I know where you're coming from. <laughs> How do I not know that? Uh, How did I pick them one and two right when you said you want in? Yeah. That's why I didn't You're like acting it. like I didn't build snow forts as a kid. I just think building snowmans way better. <laughs> I, and I have, I have another one I don't think you guys will get, so I'll sh- save it for an honorable mention. All right. All right. Um, what are we at? Am I at four? You, you are picking your fourth pick. Fourth overall pick. Best things to do in the snow. Mm-hmm. In the snow. This one's going to be widely spread. It's not something I've done, but I know people love this. Snowmobiling. Mm. Oh, sledding. You know what? Yeah. Yeah, snowmobiling is actually an that's incredible. A that's that's a, a, I, I, just, I just hit a big niche. That's yeah. huge, actually. They love that. And, yeah. and you know what? You took t- tobogganing. GTing, same thing, we'll say. Oh yeah, it's the same thing. Right, same thing. That's it's going that's to the, the best toboggan form of hill. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to the toboggan hill. <laughs> tubing, tubing, so, same and, thing. And you could do, you could do tubing. You could do. Yeah, but the the GT behind the snowmobile is amazing. I'm not drafting. That. I've just, done that. Yeah, I, used that. I was like, yeah, yeah, and I broke my leg. Absolute best. I'm actually uh, a bit upset with myself. I didn't take snowmobiling. Great pick. I'm just gonna go real basic, real simple here, uh, for the kids. It's the snow angel. Hmm. When when you got that fresh pow and you just fall down and you're just whoosh, whoosh, yeah you know the yeah, snow angel it's a it's a simple it's a it's a lighthearted one I'm going snow angel that's a weak pick but you think so yeah but that's alright I'm gonna I'm gonna go another I, I, big, I have a power I'm one gonna here. go another big niche I saved it for fifth on okay. I'm gonna go another big niche okay and again I don't, this is not what I this is not what I enjoy I just know it's a big niche okay. ice fishing <sighs> is it snow what do you mean is it snow? it is in the snow it's the always winter. in the snow. It's always snowing when it's ice fishing. All right, I'll it's, give you ice fishing. Yeah, or like if you're going out on the ice, it's not just ice. It's like there's literally snow you're trudging through to get out there. That's okay. How so yeah, I'm, right. I'm taking a real like a snow pick. This is okay. I don't a know what that snow. means. <laughs> what else have we been doing? No. <laughs> I like to be honest. I don't like playing hockey when it's snowing. I want it to not be snowing. I want it to. Oh well, that's because you're not a real hockey fan. It's because I don't like shoveling rink every three minutes. I don't that's like stick handling. The, that's part of the fun. Through an inch of powder. It's, it's that's part of the fun. It's it's terrible. I don't um, like losing speak the puck. For yourself. All right, Jared. Last some, pick. The best last moments. pick, which is elite. Uh, you guys will agree. Donuts in the parking lot. Mmm, that's a fun one. 
It's okay. It's, it's dangerous. It wasn't on my list, but I know. I it was. In, that's why I saved it for fifth. Mm. Yeah, that's a that's a donuts in the parking lot. Pretty is niche. A very snowy, arrestable offense. Yeah, dangerous. It? Um, it is. It's you're not allowed to drift in parking lot. That's called stunt driving. <laughs> um, it's private property. So pretty much. What's the charge? I guess yeah, if you're well, doing it on I your mean, farm. I mean, you can do the snowmobile. Yeah. With the snowmobile, right? You can do donuts on the snowmobile. All right, I'm going to read out the list, and then Hayden can give his honorable mentions. Mm. Uh, Chippy, best things to do in the snow. We've got hockey, toboggan, build a snowman, snowmobiling, and ice fishing. That actually sounds like a great weekend. If we could get all that into one weekend, <laughs> come on. Yeah, that's all right. lit. I've got ski and or snowboard, uh, snowball fight, build a snow fort, Snow Angel. I don't know. And then I don't know about your And then donuts all. in the parking lot. I don't know. They're very snow based. I kept it true to yeah, the snow. Like I think I think <laughs> yours appeals to a different demographic. Yeah. I think um I don't know. I think my list is way better, but I'd I'd give them they're both good lists. They're good. They're good Appreciate lists. It. I think your Appreciate list it. is like for like ten and under. <laughs> and my list is for like ten and over. Yeah, I, I remember when I was nine doing donuts in the parking lot. I just grabbed the keys from dad. Just hit that e brake, you know, like, pull that e brake. <laughs> Yeah, you'd be like in the car with that. Um, there's still there's still more to do. All right, Hayden, know. honorable mention. What do we miss? This one, I would have had third after the two that you already picked: the snowball fight the and the fort. Snowboard, yep. Yeah. Um, and it's playing road hockey in the winter because oh. yeah. you get a bit of a base layer of snow on the road, at least true, where true, I grew true. up, yep. and it's nice and slick, and yep. it's good for playing goalie. It doesn't ruin the pads, and you shoot the ball. It gets stuck in the snow. It doesn't go as far, like so you don't have to chase the yeah. ball down the road. My, my fingers get too cold. I ball, have ball I, hockey. Oh, no, man, when you're playing ball hockey, you're getting sweaty. Yeah, the you fingers, are. the fingers. Get no, cold. you're getting hot. Um, I got one that's like actually probably my favorite one that yeah. I did throughout the whole winter with snow. Um, very niche. It's called jibbing. Jibbing with the snowboarding. Skiing, snowboard, jibbing. You, you build, just, you, you, build, on a, on a you build a hill. hill. No, yeah. you don't have a hill. Oh, you build the hill? Like in their backyard, jibbing. Mm. So it's like a lot of times before the winter begins, you would build like a little, like a I know what pretty you're much a down about. ramp. I just would, we'd do that on the the, the toboggan hill because. So, but this you, is like you your build backyard. It, you don't yeah. have a hill and okay. you want to have like a, a you want to practice your rail tricks. Yeah. It is the best thing I ever did as a kid was mm. like building like my backyard jib. I didn't have a hill. But oh, I, it's like your own little I, you park. build like a fort. Yeah, you build like a, a down thing because yeah. you don't have a hill, so you have to build. You know how long it takes you to get all enough snow to build something that you could drop in right. on. It's called building the drop in, and then you would then you would have to build some sort of rail. I had like a PVC pipe. Yeah, yeah. And we'd be in the backyard for hours. Unreal. Yeah. Hours because then because so because the snowboarding on the hill is like a hundred dollars a lift ticket. Oh yeah, you gotta get your money. So you can't it. do that Back. all summer. I can't do it. I want to play every day. I want to go out there and snowboard. And jibbing, that's just, like, so underrated. But I still had more honorable mentions. Cool. Oh, I just got to throw in. My brother in university, he uh, built – so so he, his house was, like, in a subdivision, right? Three stories. In the backyard, they made a drawbridge out of the balcony from the third-story balcony. Yeah. They uh, built a ramp underneath it and then a full-on, like, rail park. Yeah, in that's not, that's that's chipping. They, they would walk up the steps with their snowboard, strap in, jump off the balcony, 
on the drop on in. the drop yeah, in, and then hit all that this is, stuff. That's the yeah. best thing to do. Yeah. Ask any like snowboard lover, like that's the coolest and most fun thing. Right, I, I got another. You have a barbecue in the back. You have oh, burgers yeah. going, and you're <laughs> jipping, and you're just you're shredding the gnaw. Oh, he he found a shredding hot, the gnaw. He found a free hot tub. Shredding the gnaw. He, he found a free hot tub. Had it hooked up in the backyard. Like talk about the ultimate university house. He, oh, he, that's another one. Hot tubbing. In the Hot snow. tubbing and then going to the snow and then back to the, the pins oh, and yeah. needles. The pins and needles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can't. Like, snow yeah. angels in the snow yeah, and back, and then in, the back in the hot tub. I, I got another hypothermia. Honorable mention here is the. Uh, how, come, how come you guys are allowed yeah, to do all yeah, these yeah, honorable yeah. mentions? And you it. did your own draft. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want to hear what Hayden has to say. I got snow soccer. Okay. Oh, I love that full contact. Full contact in the snow. That's. And you're trudging through. You're running in full on snow. Snow suit and with boots. your with your uh, snow pants, whoosh, 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 yeah. whoosh, like running everywhere. It's oh, like, and that's yeah, a whole yeah, vibe. It's at full reasons. on like soccer football. Yeah, is what we're talking it's, about. That's like, even elite. football. Like I'd say, just football in the snow too. Like just full contact snow sports. Yes, ah. it's it's elite. How about benching? Did you ever bench kids? Oh no! <laughs> when you go up behind them and you get low and you. Push the kid. You guys never oh. did that. Oh no, I I did that. Oh, I, I, I didn't know it was spell. called benching. Yeah, you though. call it. It's like benching. Yeah, you, you become a bench, and the kid and the guy <laughs> would be there, and the guy wouldn't know what's happening. And they're standing up straight. Yeah. And then yeah, we had like that. Oh was wait, so no, bad. you you duck down on your hands and knees, and then so someone the guy else doesn't pushes. Know. You go in behind, so you're having to you get the guy to like distract the guy, and then yeah. the guy goes in behind, and then you just. Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's so. It's dangerous. a two man job. So dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We did that. I think. Yeah. That's wild. Also, it's a meme. It's a schoolyard meme. Benching. No one does it anymore. Can you imagine doing that as an adult? I never called it benching, though. We just did it. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't have benched. a name for it. Um, another honorable mention, it's kind of in line with tobogganing, but to me, it's completely different. And that's uh, creating a luge. Like an ice luge? It's an ice luge. Like, with you, yeah. you pack up all the snow, you put down the water on top, and you, it's kind of like the jibbing. School. We had it at school. Yeah, like, and you, that, you, that was going to be mine. Yeah, because you you can go so much longer down. Yeah, like it's like weaving and winding, and you can you can create a huge berm. Yeah, where you're like tacos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mine. It's it's similar to that, but it's it happens in the schoolyard. Everybody's walking over the same snowy part. It starts to get packed down. It gets a little slick. The one kid slides and he slides a few feet. And the next kid slides and he slides. And as these kids keep sliding, yeah. it gets longer, and then it becomes a competition who can slide the longest. Yeah. And then kids are just running full tilt. And they, they would shut it down. Ah. They would shut down the ice. It's too icy. Yeah. And like, literally, like, it's so dust. Like, it's a hill that we want to just slide down and <laughs> enjoy our 20 Every minutes. now and then, I you do that, like, where you're sliding and trying to see how far you can slide. And you'll come across a part that was slippery, but it's mostly snow. Yeah. And you dig in too much. So then you're sliding, sliding, then boom, you oh, dig yeah. in, and then edge. you face plant. Oh. <laughs> Bloody nose. It's like yeah. a snowboard, you catch your edge. Oh, that was, that was like playing mini sticks when it's like, you know, five below out. Mm. And, oh. and your nose bleeds so much easier when it's cold out. Yeah, right? and it stings too. Oh, yeah. You just, but that. if you if you just play through it, it freezes up. A bit. <laughs> yeah, literally. Just, just keep it in there, let it freeze yeah. up. You get like the bloody icicles coming off of yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was fun. Yeah, like recess. Like, it was like the things you do at recess. Like, mm-hmm. Canadian we almost, recess. We could almost do a whole draft on yeah. that in a future. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely we'll do that. What do you guys know about that wall ball? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Whip. We used to have a game of whip. Mm. Yeah, that was. We'll that, mention that later. That's just fun, yeah. All right, that was a great episode. Good pod, boys. Stay tuned to next one. We're going to follow the same structure. We're going to do Minute Madness, Rupke's Rants, Hypotheticals, Most Canadian, I feel like that was and drafts. the best episode. It was a great mix. It was a wonderful. I, I enjoyed it. We're, we'll always kick it off with stuff that's happening in hockey, too. By the way, um, 
so that you guys can still get our, our opinions on relevant things. Christmas is coming, and there is nothing better than unwrapping a Puck Daddy hoodie, shirt, hat, combo, mm. paired with some Style and Flow merch. Yeah. <laughs> some TDR as well. Up, right up the shops. Total drag release. PuckDaddyPodcast.com. We, we appreciate all your support. TeamStyleAndFlow.com, yeah. is that what it is? CoachChippy.ca. CoachChippy.ca. Hit that up. Check. You all know where it where it's at. Put some merch under the tree. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. And tag us. Hottest merch in the game. Let's go. Have a good one. Oh baby, let's go. Gonna change the world Whoa. with my hockey stick. Gonna make a real difference. Feed the poor and heal. Oh,